Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Naomi was looking for protection for her daughter-in-law, but she was not necessarily saying that she Boaz happened to be rich, but she wasn't trying to be a gold digger. There you go. She, she wasn't trying to, to hook him, land him by any means necessary just because he was a rich person. There you go. And Naomi wasn't pointing her that way for that reason. She just simply wanted her to be taken care of, to be able to have her necessities without being able, without having to work like she was working then. And uh, she, she wanted the uncertainty removed. Thank you. And, and Mr. Teacher, uh, uh, as I listen to the, your conversation back and forth with Mr. Dowley, I'm also thinking that even in today's society, mm-hmm. uh, women sometimes marry for the convenience. Mm. I'm gonna marry this man so I can get some benefits. Because mm. I don't have no benefits. Okay. Okay. And, and and God doesn't tell us to marry for those reasons either. Mm. Okay. It might seem more innocent because they just want the benefits of his uh, maybe his medical benefits. I don't know. But this as we have, you have already very, so beautifully described that she was humble and she had, uh, was this virtuous woman. And so Boaz saw this inner beauty in her and God had uh, already approved this. They didn't necessarily know God had approved it, but because of the things that happened, it shows us that God had approved it. Mm-hmm. And this is who God had for her and who God had for him. See? And, and I don't know if uh, <laughs> the Gathaway's uh, person that she was talking about said she had found her Boaz. Well, we don't really totally know whether it was who God had sent for her. Okay. <laughs> so, but 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 uh, again, I have been taught. Okay, uh, if, if God has someone for you, He prepares you for Him, and He prepares Him for you, and He allows you to come together at His time, and allow you to marry, and make that covenant at His time on his terms, and not our terms. I'm glad Sister Evangelist Reinhardt opened the door to give us a glimpse of the man's perspective in marriage. Uh, We've heard about the example of the woman 
who found her Boaz, but Boaz himself, and we don't know too much about him, uh, other than that God ordained this relationship because he, his offspring, the offspring between the two of them uh, brought forth David, which we know brought forth uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. But the bottom line is, your point about marriage and about both individuals in the marriage, the man and the woman, is uh, ordained by God, and uh, God had at some point uh, prepared Boaz, whether it was through the gentleness, the kindness, the uh, loving aspect that Ruth exemplified in our lesson today, or, but God prepared him and he was ready for to commit to the covenant of marriage. The last thing I wanted to say, and I just forgot it, uh, unless God gives that insight, unless God does the work, not either party, it's not a true marriage. I mean, they could do the oath, but unless God blesses, unless God ordains it, it's not going to be a fruitful marriage. Sure, you can have many kids and all of this and all of that, but unless God puts his hands of blessing, over the relationship, it's not going to be fruitful. It's not going to be godly, uh, covenant, uh, committed by God. So we can tell you it was God that opened Boaz's eyes yeah, and heart and mind yeah. to the true value that Ruth had to offer him. Sure. And this was demonstrated to him already right. through how she acted to Naomi. So he wasn't going into something blind. He wasn't um, hoping that she would be a good wife. She had already shown the qualities that she <coughs> wanted and that the Lord blessed him to see and to understand and to desire. Amen. Any other questions or comments? Interesting covenant. Well, both Ash and uh, Ruth were just Jesse. Uh, I mean, what did Jesse come through there, Ruth? Well, Boaz and Ruth yeah. uh, gave birth to Obed, who was the father of Jesse. Yes. Unfortunately, little emphasis in the Jewish tradition is on the woman's part of the relationship. But you're bringing that out of how important it is for that part of the relationship because without Ruth, there would be no offsprings. The children come through the mother, but we know both of them, or biologically speaking, and I don't want to get into science. God ordained that. God ordained that. Well, you know the uh, mother came from her husband's name, but the man carried, the man had a kid. He carried on. The man carried on the daddy's name. Last name. All right. Mm -hmm. 
we're not going to get too deep into this conversation, but in the New Testament, there are two examples of lineage for the Lord Jesus Christ. One is the maternal, and one is the paternal. And uh, I'm thinking they're found in Matthew and Luke. You'll find the two different ones. But the bottom line is, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the value of the parents are very important.
in, in this story, Boaz ended up buying their property and being in that lineage, being in that line. Mm. And that's because that's what God had ordained. Any questions or comments? You know, uh, maybe last book even, we were studying about the circumcised and uncircumcised and that adoption that happened. And that Ruth uh, relationship with Naomi became an, an adoption source where she was adopted into the family. Uh, and there was no real differentiation in Naomi's sight or even in God's sight to those who were adopted in. Well, if you think about even in Boaz's sight, Yes. I mean, that didn't even enter into it. It wasn't in a conversation or, or anything. Uh, well, let me hesitate. You're not Jewish, so maybe I shouldn't. God put it in his heart, and mm -hmm. that's what he did. And that tells us that we have those same rights, having been adopted in. Any other questions, comments? Thank God for the teacher. Thank God for the participants, the students. A wonderful lesson. Many thoughts could be acquired and talked about and founded on, but it was such a beautiful lesson for us today. Uh, the, the main subject is a covenant to marry and the, this, the uh, elements that are involved in this covenant and in the marital process but if we sum it all up it all goes back to God's God ordaining God preparing God making the choice God convicting the hearts it all goes back to God uh, I, I had a thought in my mind while I was when I was studying earlier or part of the study time was you look in the New Testament, you saw that there was a wrestle. There was a tug between the Gentiles and the Jews and the accepting of the Gentiles in Paul and Peter's day. And we've talked about it uh, again, how we were grafted, grafted in. Uh, and uh, we see that even in the Old Testament, you find different people. God uses who he wants to use. God ordains who he wants to ordain. God brings into the fold, into his relationship, whom he chooses. Back in, again, the New Testament, you, we had this subtle and people want to say, no, God didn't ordain this, God didn't do that. God is sovereign in all of his ways, and he chooses whom he desires. The thing is, we must accept God's will and not try to superimpose our will over God's will. If we don't accept, if we don't understand it, just sit back and pray for it. It's all in the hand of a mighty God and he will give you revelation. And then if for some reason it is not God's will, it won't come to pass. We see in today's lesson, this was God's will, and it came to pass. So 
That was just one of the thoughts I had as I was studying. Anybody have any other thoughts as you study? I do encourage you to prepare to open your spirit so that the Lord will reveal certain thoughts to you to help you understand not only the lesson back then, amen, back then, mm -hmm. but today. Because mm -hmm. you know today with the world and the impact upon the world uh, into Christianity, we have a tussle. But God is going to have the last word. God is going to have the last word. And it's important that you and I don't allow the influence of the world to influence our minds, to influence our hearts, yes. to influence our church and our uh, covenant that we have with one another. Wonderful lesson. If I'm giving you the opportunity. Anybody else wanted to add any thoughts? Maybe something we can think about and expound on later. If not... Thank God for each one of you. Next week's lesson, if today's the 18th, next week is the 25th. You see, mm -hmm. I can add. And the subject matter, as I turn to it, says, Marriage, a covenant of mutual love. A covenant of mutual love. And we'll be studying out of the Ephesian letter, chapter 5. So let's prepare during the week. And let's ask the Lord to uh, help us understand uh, whether we are married actively now, or currently now, or to be, or have been. Let us pray for understanding of Ephesians chapter 5, because it is godly inspiration, godly thought process for you and I today. He may... Uh, 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 prepare this lesson for us so that we can help somebody. Oh, yes. Yes. We, you know, God can use us in many ways, even if it's not for us right now. It might be for us to minister, to help somebody yes. along the way. I'm just giving you opportunity to think, but I don't think anybody want to comment. So we're going to prepare for next week's lessons uh, about marriage, a Covenant of, let me read it again, of mutual love, I think I said. Yeah, covenant of mutual love. If the, yes, ma'am. Before you uh, close out of this part of the, our service, we just want to thank God for Kim's presence oh, yeah. with us today. Amen. As we uh, opened up, we, did, we weren't certain that she would be here, but she was here, and as you can see, to teach the lesson and we just thank God for the Lord touching her body and also giving her a mind to want to be here in the study of God's word on this morning. Amen. We thank God. Mm -hmm. Amen. I know we've been praying for her during the week and I yes. was tempted to uh, I saw the text when she was uh, at home but I was tempted to send another one out but I know God. she was in God's hands. And I know God was in control, and he led her here today. And another thought could be of her relationship with God, Amen. her covenant relationship with God. Each one of us have a covenant relationship with God that inspires, motivates, and drives us to do what we do. Amen. So we thank God for her. Father God, in Jesus' name, we just pause to thank you for thank your mindful you. blessings. 
or as we look around and we see how you've blessed others, as we reflect of how you've been a blessing to us in our life uh, during the week, or even we go back uh, in in thought and in in years, how you continually blessed us. You brought us this far. And I remember a song that said, we come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord. We thank you for being there for us. We thank you for always being there for us. And dear God, as we go further in this service, we're depending upon you and your direction. We thank you for, again, the blessings that have happened in our individual lives. Oh, dear God, uh, I'm not going to testify for anyone, but I know if it had not been for you on our side, oh, we would have perished. We would have became lost. So we thank you for being on our side. And as we go through this day, dear God, we know you're going to be with us. You're going to lead us. And we're going to thank you. Thank you to continue to lead us from one degree of grace onto another. And we'll forever praise you. We'll forever magnify your name for you're worthy in all things we say and do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.